Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Brandon. My name is Asan. And this is part two of this week's episode. We talked for so long. There was so much stuff to catch up on. We decided to split it into two. So that means this week you get a bonus episode of the Weekly Regular where we're, yeah, recapping a lot of stuff. Uh... Yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of the things that happened in the week. So many things happened, Brennan. So, so many. We covered everything. Many things. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's uh, jump back into the conversation. Jumping right back in now. Do you like Do you like Avatar? Yeah. I think it was a worthwhile visual experience. I think so, too. Yeah. Obviously, it was like the highest grossing movie of all time. We'll see for how much longer. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Endgame is at number two right now. They yeah. just surpassed Titanic. Um, Detective Pikachu is is doing extraordinarily well right really? now. Uh, it's DP. opening day. I think it made like domestically, it made like fifty four million dollars, which is a lot for yeah. a one day opening for a, a, so especially we'll a movie see. rated PG. If they, so we'll, see. we'll see if they break two billion. So it they were yeah. <laughs> well, it, it it is on track right now to beat uh, uh, Avengers like opening weekend like they are opening weekend so if uh, it, end game yes so what? if it does if it does if it continues to track the way that it is uh it will it could beat avengers Endgame's opening weekend it's not That's gonna crazy. it's not gonna make what avengers has made thus far but yeah. it could beat its opening weekend if it continues wow. to perform as well as it did on its opening day. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Crazy, huh? Um yeah, um so that's uh, uh Disney's Marvel Star Wars Fox um, release schedule. Uh, Verizon Chipotle Exxon. <laughs> it's just all one thing now. You're my everything. Yeah. You're my Verizon Chipotle Exxon. Uh, again, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, uh, in other movie news, and then we can move on. Uh-huh. Um, the director of John Wick Chapter 3, mm-hmm. uh, Chad Stachleski. Mm-hmm. He says that the Wachowskis are working on a new installment of The Matrix. Of course they are. Um, but it's going to be like a sequel, not a Yeah, not and a it, reboot. Should be. it should yeah. be a sequel. Um, why would you reboot The Matrix? <laughs> right. Well, why? Technically, they've rebooted The Matrix <laughs> at least <laughs> Many times. six times, right. as the architect said. But that is very exciting. And of course they are, because if I'm Warner Brothers, I'm like, holy crap. We don't we, have anything. We don't have anything. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta figure this out. We either gotta because we have Verizon, Chipotle, Exxon across the street in Burbank. <laughs> right. We have everything. We have three movies to our name. So we either make sequels on those, yeah, or we start from scratch. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. And it, it, I mean that that franchise is one of the highest earning franchises for Warner Brothers in history. Yeah. So they they're very smart to. I'm sure Warner Brothers called the Wachowskis was like. I don't care what you're doing right now. Figure it out. Yeah. Because we need, we need we something. We need something. <laughs> we'll give you our entire budget. Yeah, we need especially, something. Especially after the the press release of that docket of movies <laughs> from Disney. Yeah. They're like, what? Yep. I guess we'll do YouTube stuff. That is that is very exciting. I'm, I'm excited because now... I'm excited to see a Matrix sequel with the Keanu Reeves that we have now. Yeah. Like, because now he's like, he's done more than The Matrix and he's like 
respected. Yeah. Like in Hollywood. So it's not like, oh, a point break guy doing right. martial arts. Like, or like, oh, this this guy who can only do Matrix. He's one note. But like now he's like respected for the John Wick movies and like right. everything he's done. So I'm excited to see like a, uh, a return for for that guy. So would you like to hear uh <laughs> Would you like to hear my uh um, Wait, wait. My wait. Matrix sequel pitch? Wait. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about this now or should we Oh no, you're right. We should wait. <laughs> should we wait? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> because yes, I do. So we so we have a, uh, an episode coming up uh where we will record at, a at Matrix at some point in the future. That's my. That's the cup. Oh, sorry. that that. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but it sounded like you about to get taken out of the matrix right it, now. It sounded like a boulder was like about to come through the wall or something. That's Indiana Jones, hey, different right. franchise. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, we're we're going to record a matrix deep dive series of episodes, and we should probably wait till yeah, then. Yeah, we should. But I have been stewing on a matrix. Uh, sequel idea so, that I think is flawless with zero <laughs> plot holes <laughs> and all they have to do is listen to this podcast and write the screenplay. You should hit up Warner Brothers man because they're hurting right now. <laughs> That's true. They're hurting. Yeah, but we I can't wait to share that with you. But yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, um, that's it in the world of movies. I have a couple more things in movies. Oh, great! Sorry. You well, you took up all I the time. We were done. Uh, did you see the It Chapter Two trailer? I have not seen the trailer. Oh, it's really no. good. It's very creepy. It plays on how we're afraid of old people, and mm. it's good. It looks really good. The cast is really good. There wasn't a whole lot of like funny things happening in the the trailer, which I'm well, glad. Yeah. Uh, because obviously there's going to be a lot of humor in it because of who they cast, but I'm glad that that's not what this trailer was trying to do. Um, um, does it connect to the world of us? All right. All right. I'm just saying, like, is that why he's down in the sewer? Uh, no. Yeah, he uh, in this in this in the sequel, Pennywise is wearing a red jumpsuit. <laughs> um, no, it looks really good. Uh, yes, it looks really good. You should watch it. Uh, it's the kids all grown up now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they return to Santa Cruz, <laughs> Santa Cruz Pier. Pier. Um, yeah, at eleven eleven for some reason. Okay. Yeah, they see alternate versions of themselves. Interesting. You know. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. 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 So there's that. Cool. Uh, there's a Watchmen show on HBO. Yeah. There's a trailer for that. Did you okay. see the trailer? I, uh, yeah. Are you a Watchmen guy? I mean, I've seen the. I just, wa- I just heard the boulder you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm on edge right now. <laughs> Um, I I do I I never really I've never read the comic. Yeah, uh, I'm a, I was a fan of the Zack Snyder movie. I thought it was really good. I didn't get the movie. Yeah. Um, it, are you familiar? Were you familiar no. at all with Watchmen before it? No. Okay. I know it was a graphic novel, and so whatever. there's a lot. I uh, from what I understand and what I've read about the novel or the graphic novel, I haven't read the graphic novel. There's a lot in the graphic novel that doesn't make it to the movie that doesn't prov- that would provide more context okay. than the movie does. And the movie, the thing, the thing about the movie and why it's kind of hard to follow is like it presents itself as if you're already familiar with the material. Yes. And so like they don't do a lot of hand holding and telling you like, oh, this is who this character is and why. You right. know what I mean? And it's why just- <laughs> this glowing blue man is naked and you get to see his penis and also Well we're that was on a plus. Moon. That was a plus. <laughs> I was like, man, I hope they show his wiener. Um so uh what this should be funny. What do you think Watchmen is about? <laughs> <laughs> well I I gather Here we go. 
<laughs> this should be great. Like, it was about like, uh, like superheroes, but not the in the traditional sense. And it was like their relationship to each other and like society. And I don't really remember the movie. It was a while ago, and I was distracted by the blue glowing penis. <laughs> that's what you. That's what you bought the ticket for. That's all you heard. Someone told you, "Hey, man, there's a blue penis in this movie." You should. So you've seen that. You've seen Watchmen. You've seen Avatar and. Yeah, uh-huh. those are two I, was like, I can seen. see these creatures naked, also on the moon. Yep, uh, the forest move indoor. No, uh, so Watchmen in brief because this isn't a Watchmen deep dive. No, uh, <laughs> we don't need to do that. It's basically there was it's an alternate reality. It's like an alternate history. Yeah. And JFK wasn't assassinated, right? There's right. like uh, and like Nixon is president. I think in the okay. in the movie it's in the seventies. Yes, okay. it takes place in the seventies. So. Um, and well, actually, I think the Watchmen movie itself takes place in like the eighties or the nineties. Oh no, it takes place in the eighties because like the Cold War, was, the Cold War is happening. Okay. So, in the universe of the Watchmen, in the movie, there were there was an original team of superheroes, um, called the Watchmen that were in the Vietnam War, and that was like the Silk Spectre. And like the original, like basically like older versions, some of them, their parents of like the, the current Watchmen that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the comedian was like uh, one that was the guy who was like with the cigar. And yeah, like so there was like an original team of superheroes that um, that they were used as weapons in the Vietnam War. Right. And you're kind of. And so after that, it became like superheroes were like, even though they won the war and kept the peace, they were ridiculed for like. You know, because it, it was right. seen, it was seen as if like we were using, like we were using like ungodly weapons in war, which mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. they, all of that fell onto the shoulders of superheroes. So superheroes were like outcast and like are they're hated by everyone, right? So then, like a new team of Watchmen, inspired by those heroes, become a thing in the eighties, and it's kind of like a, a study on like what it means to be a hero even if you're not appreciated and that kind of stuff gotcha okay and that's kind of what the movie's about and so the show is separate from the the show is separate it's like a separate apparently it's the same universe but after the events of the movie okay so like rorschach is still dead spoilers for Watchmen. rorschach is still (laughs) rorschach is still dead and the characters that died in that movie are still dead. Like, it's just years later. It's like modern day. Mm-hmm. So it picks up from there, I guess. But it is HBO, so there will probably be some... Blue penis. Some blue dogs. Sure. If he shows up, we don't know if he's going to show up. He probably will. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> he, he probably will. You can't I, w- have- I wonder if Batman will show up on well, the Justice I mean, League movie. Well, I mean, well, no, the equivalent to that would be that Gotham show that's uh-huh. on uh, Fox. And, spoiler alert, Batman does show up. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So there's that. The Watchmen trailer looks good. And then I think we talked about every other. So, yeah, that concludes my movie. Okay. That's it on movies. Um, to uh, bridge to something else. Um, did you hear that Dave Chappelle is getting the Mark Twain prize for comedy? I didn't know that. Is that like a literary prize or something? It's like a some kind of like it's like class the, prize. It's like the Nobel Prize of stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> of make-em-ups. Yeah, of make-em-ups. <laughs> uh, no, but it's a big deal. And they were like, oh, he embodies, uh, you know, the importance of comedy and being able to make fun of everything. And, yeah, that's good. Um, it's not till like October, the ceremony, but they announced that he's so winning it. So they still have time to assassinate him before it happens. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll see. that's really cool, though. Yeah. Um, that's cool. 
Yeah, and especially since he's been on fire releasing can like we 14 talk, specials I mean, a year. Can we just briefly just mention like how crazy it is that the greatest people to do a lot of things are black people? Just saying. Mm. Like, we, can, we can briefly mention there's it. Like yes. a, <laughs> there's a lot of people who are like considered the greatest ever to do uh-huh. things, and they a lot of them are black. Yep. So, take that. Uh, is that a take that are you saying that to me yeah the royal i'm saying it to you but like the royal you you know like how we have the royal we like the royal you what does that mean the The royal royal we is like means means like i'm saying we but i'm saying we as like as a whole like like the royal family no you're smarter than i am i don't i'm not it's like it's like i know i just watch more tv it's like a british i think it's probably originally british saying but it's like when it's like saying we as in like but like we as in everyone you know what I mean? It's oh, like okay. Uh, it's like so. Someone's like collectively as a yeah. Society. It's like a collective societal we. But you say the royal we because it's like royal, you know, of the queen. You know, like to say let's say the king's English. You know, like Inglorious Bastards to bring it full circle. Oh, Never mind. It's all right. Okay. But anyway, yeah. Black well, black people are superpower are superheroes. So uh, there's that in the same way as Watchmen. Boom. I thought you were going to say in the same way as white people, and I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Blue lives matter. <laughs> no, uh, uh, put a paw print on there. Uh, police dog blue, blue canine lives. <laughs> I don't know what the term is, but that's a real sticker. Oh man. Um, uh, speaking of uh, royal we, um, there's there there's a royal there's, there's a new a, royal there's we a, there's a we there's a we royal that now exists in the world. Um, yes, uh, Harry and Meghan had a baby. Don't um, say it like you know them. Well, that's you know, what they call them. Harry and Meghan. They live. In, they moved to London. Just down the street. She was an actress. You know, she was like a character actress and. She, she met this redhead guy, and now they're like, they got married. Yeah, we're friends, man. Harry and Meghan. Uh, did you see what they named their child? Sussex. N- no. Right? No. Oh. There's no. I thought they, That's a town. I, I thought that. Or an area well, or I something. saw a headline that said, royal, wa- royal baby, and the word Sussex was also in that. <laughs> so I assumed they named the baby Sussex. It's no, not think, Sussex? No. Oh. Sussex has nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. His name is Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. <laughs> Not making it up, His but name it is, sounds like a made-up name. That Mount, whatever that part is, that's not even the weirdest part. The weirdest part is Archie. Ar- <laughs> <laughs> is not it, Archibald. It, Archie. Archie. Uh, Archie Harrison, Mountbatten-Windsor, and that's that's hyphenated. Mountbatten-Windsor. Merkel. <laughs> <laughs> of England. <laughs> Wild. Uh, speaking of uh, royal babies, there's another uh, U.S. royal, we, we royal, uh, who's just been born that we don't know the name of. Oh, the royal baby of... Uh, Calabasas. Of Calabasas, <laughs> yeah. Uh, any guesses on what you think the name will be? Well, we have North Chicago, Saint... That's that's three. Those are, yeah, so and the so one. the fourth... They would... said it won't be a direction. Like, it's crazy that they have to clarify that. Look, it's not going to be they're, East. They're teasing it. Like, okay, all jokes aside, listen, it's not going to be South. It's not going to be West. It's not going to be New York. <laughs> uh... We are West West. <laughs> what do you think the they so they said it's gonna be like a normal name? What do you think it's gonna be? Maybe just Yay. Is it a boy or a girl? Yay. Yeah. Yay West. West. I think it's a boy. Um, I, don't, I mean, not that not that North Chicago or Saint are particularly. Male if it or was a girl, I can almost guarantee you he would have named it after his mom. Because oh. I think this fourth kid is gonna be like their last kid, so I think he would have named if it was a girl Donda. Donda. Yeah. Um, a boy. I don't know. I'm trying to think of stuff Kanye says a lot. 
like uh, Walt Disney West, <laughs> Steve Jobs West, uh, Jesus West. What else does he say? What if it was Jesus? Future classism. Uh, uh, Trump West. That might be where Donald we're at. West. Donald West. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh man. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll name it after her after her father maybe robert rob rob west right well they've already got a robert kardashian jr so maybe not what's his dad's name uh kanye's dad yeah i don't know maybe they'll name after his dad um or like some weird name like future or like because like all the rest of the, the kardashian kids have weird names like dream oh really yeah uh chloe and I think Chloe and Tristan Thompson's baby's name is Dream. Oh. One of them's kid's name is like True. No. Like they have the True kind of. I don't, oh, True is, uh, I think that's Travis and Kylie's baby's name. True? True, I think, yeah. Okay. There's a, definitely a baby named True and definitely a baby named Dream. <laughs> I may have swapped who the parents are, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, so we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. We'll, we'll check back in next week for the uh, the name if they re- if they reveal it. Yes. Um, all right. Um, Any more celebrity news? Celebrity news. See, I got man. We could we could. I know we, we could, could talk going. forever today. Um, did you? Uh, so Kanye's thinking about starting a church. Oh, uh huh. Uh-huh. And uh, Kylie and and Travis said that when they get married, they'll they would like to get married in his church if he starts. Oh. It. So, would you go to Kanye's church? I would visit. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be a member there? No. You wouldn't be a deacon? No. Because I don't want to pay $50 for socks. <laughs> what if you get free Yeezys for being a deacon? Free Yeezys? Uh-huh. Would you wear Yeezys? Do you think I would wear Yeezys? I think so. The new Yeezys? No. I like the original. Which uh, ones? The... the like the 350s? Like the, the, yeah. Like the runners? Not like the, the ones like the that boosts. look like you got them at Costco, which is where we're at now. <laughs> Not the the Osiris D3 looking ones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not... I'm not into that. Gotcha. Uh, um, the other you... ones I think are really cool, and I wish he would have iterated more on that, uh, <laughs> as opposed to yeah. going <laughs> Osiris. <laughs> D3s, man. Um, uh... What was I going to say? Oh, did you? So I guess we. Can, do you want to get into since we're in celeb news? Do you want to get into Aisha Curry? Oh, I do, I don't know. You know what? Let's do the Met Gala first. Okay, Met Gala. Let's do that first. Okay. We'll come back. What is the Met Gala? So the Met Gala is like a. It's a gala. So at any gala, there's like usually music and like food. Or, it's like a fundraiser. Or it's something. like a fundraiser. Yeah. So they. I think the Met Gala raises funds for like the Met Gala Foundation or something like that. It's like okay. a art fund or something like that because you know the metropolitan opera house all that blah 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 blah. um they, they apparently they raise like hundreds of millions of dollars for whatever the foundation is okay which is crazy because like <laughs> there's so much more we could use that money for right like <laughs> but, notre dame <laughs> yeah exactly like rebuilding a building um so anyway a bunch of celebrities go to this thing and it's also become this thing where designers like clothing designers send celebrities in their like clothing and there's like a theme for the night of how people should be dressed and designers will custom design 
a gown or an outfit for the people that the representatives that they're sending typically celebrities to to wear as they entered to the gala yeah. so the theme this year was camp like before it's been like futurism mm-hmm. uh, it's like every year has a different category and this year was camp which different is, from camping right it's not camping and not stopping by rei yeah on the way there. no one's wearing a carabiner and uh carrying a water bottle with stickers on it <laughs> <laughs> with an osprey backpack you got your zip off uh <laughs> zip off uh pants. Car- cargo cargos pants? yeah yeah for sure um, yeah, no one's wearing those. No one's wearing the, those uh, water shoes with the toes. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's camp, which is like um, it's like garish, like um, uh, subverting expectations. Like, and uh, it's it's a good example of camp style clothing is in drag shows. Okay, like very over the top, like. Like, you know, when you look at fashion shows, you're like, who would wear this? Like, it looks like a peacock, like that type of stuff. So, like, very, like, anything that's, like, vastly subverts expectations in, like, the wildly opposite way of what you think someone should wear to something mm-hmm. is, like, what, what camp, camp is. is. Yeah. Because I saw Jared Leto. Yeah, carrying uh, his own head. Yeah, like that a was severed actually pretty head. Cool. And the headline was, like, Jared Leto just took camp to another level. And I was like, <laughs> did he, though? <laughs> I have never carried around my own severed head while in the great outdoors. Yeah, and like to pitch a tent. Jared Leto, Leto, whatever, he didn't come up with it. <laughs> right. He wasn't like, you know what? I want to wear a red tux. Yeah. No, he didn't. I mean, it was the, whoever the designer was. But yeah, it's cool. Um, uh, so Travis Scott, did you see his outfit? No. He looked like a Star Wars character. Oh, I'm Googling Travis. Nope. Travis. You forgot how to spell Travis? Yeah, I have really fat thumbs. Uh, Met Gala. 2019. Star Wars. Give it to me. Images. Yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. That's awesome. You can see him flying a... Uh, totally. A TIE fighter or something. Yeah. Or an X-Wing. He's got the gloves for it. He's got like the, the shoulder apparatus. Yeah. He looks like a uh, like a like like he works for the Empire. Yeah, 100%. For sure. He's... You know what? He's smart. Mm-hmm. He just saw the, the Disney release schedule of movies. He's mm-hmm. like, 2022. He's like... It's coming up. He's like, your lack of sicko mode. <laughs> Concerns me. Disturbs me. Come Disturbs on, man. Me. I'm sorry. Get the quote right. I'm uh, more of a Lion King. James it's Earl actually, Jones I guy. find your lack of oh. sicko mode disturbing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sicko mode. <laughs> um, uh, did you see? Uh, did you see uh, Cardi B? Her oh gown? yes, the like insane. She had like a bunch of people having to carry it behind yeah, her. Yeah, it was like a giant like. She looked like a rose bush. I want to know what happens after the red carpet area of the Met Gala and you get indoors. I think everyone just takes their their whatever they're wearing <laughs> off and puts on a sweatsuit. Right. <laughs> and they're just chilling like, like eating, okay. eating burgers. Right. <laughs> because is Cardi B like going to go sit at a table with that? Or she like takes it off and then what do you, you park it on the side somewhere? I think it's just like a walkway, and then on the other side of those doors is just like the pickup area. It's just a warehouse. Yeah, it's just a a pickup area where like cars drive through and they just get in their car and leave. (laughs) There's no gala, no food. Oh, that'd be great. Hey, I'm going to the Met Gala for the first time. Do you guys need to know my allergy restriction? No, no need. (laughs) Oh, okay. 
So that that the bank, it's yeah. just a five hundred foot walkway, uh, and then you have your driver come around the other side. Yeah, it's just a. But I'm going into the Metropolitan Opera House. No, that's just a facade we built on the front of the actual opera house. So it's just you. It, you'll get to the other side. Just ride chairs will pick you up. It's some kind of more like an airport than anything. Camille Nanjiani's on the other side. Uh, <laughs> Dave Bautista may or may not be in the back seat. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> I don't get it. It's kind of like collateral, except a comedy. And it's Uber now. <laughs> so, yeah. There's that. So, that's what the Met Gala is. Uh, o- Odell Beckham looked crazy. Did you see that? Nope. But I'm Googling. Go- uh, o- Odell Beckham looked like a male stripper. He looked like a like a confused Chippendales dancer who, who wore too, like too, took too many liberties with his costume. You'll see it. Let's see. Let's. Hey, Odell. uh, (laughs) (laughs) What I am looking at right now is a man wearing uh, a vest, uh, a shirt with no sleeves, a bow tie, a kilt, uh huh, uh, and a uh, like a cap, like a baseball cap. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also boots with mismatched socks. So camp. Yeah, so camp. Um, <laughs> Odell Beckham looks like uh he looks like a stock character in a video game where you're like having to like when like <laughs> when like you uh it's like you you pick like um like your stock character just to have a black suit and then you like just button mash you and then open your eyes and it's like oh that's what it changed it to okay interesting um <laughs> did you see Kim Kardashian no. Oh yes, I did. Well, and then like and Kanye, the, like and Kanye, in the Dickies, <laughs> his Dickies, Dickies head to toe. Yeah. Uh, did you read what what they said about that? It was uh, actually quite cute. You sent me a clip of Kim talking about it. So Kim, so this was recorded before the Met Gala. That's how you know it's real. Uh, <laughs> we can only assume. I don't know. Uh, so I think it was from a, the latest one of the episodes of uh, their show, Keeping Up with Kardashians. It may not have been. It may have oh, been okay. something else. But she's talking and she's like, Kanye, like, what are you going to wear to the Met Gala? Because she was like, the first time I went to the Met Gala, um, I was Kanye's plus one. And now, like, he's my plus one for the first time in their history of going. Mm. And she was like, he told me, hey, uh, what? I don't know what I'm going to wear yet, but whatever I wear... Like, I don't want it to take away. I want you to have this moment, essentially. Like, I want to be your plus one. I want you to have the stage. Like, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to outshine you or whatever. And so he wore a, bl- a black Dickies work jacket. Is it actually Dickies? It is Dickies. It's actually Dickies. And uh, black Dickies pants. And what the most nondescript outfit he could wear with no jewelry and let her have the stage. And I thought that was a beautiful sentiment. Hmm. I think they're really in love. Some people are skeptical, but I think they're really in love. You have to love someone like when you're that famous and choose to have that many kids with them. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. That like you're going out of your way to have. It's not like, yeah, well, yeah, you're pregnant. Number four. Yeah. yeah. And they're using well, a surrogate for the yeah, last yeah, two. Yeah, it's it's, say, it's yeah. not like they're like, well, you keep getting pregnant. Uh, I guess we'll have these kids. It's like, no, right. they're intentionally. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're in love, man. You got to be. <clears throat> Time will tell. That's all my Met Gala. Did you have any other Met Gala no, uh, sightings? No, just that uh, I think it's a crazy, absurd Katy thing. Perry was a chandelier. That oh, was a, yeah. That was interesting. It's so weird. And a burger or something. And a burger? Yeah. I she, know Lady Gaga did like four different outfits. Yeah. Uh, I just, it's it's a crazy thing, especially when you're not expecting the Met Gala and just like photos of this stuff pops up in your feed. Yeah. And you're like, 
What? Yeah. What? Are, what? Do you have any celebrity news? Uh, I mean, any other celebrity news? No. Because uh, I, I have one more piece of celebrity news that we can kind of discuss okay. at length if you want. Okay. Well, I just really want to get your opinion as a married guy. Oh, okay. Did you see, uh, are you familiar with who Steph Curry is? I know who Steph Curry is, are but you fam- I don't know whatever you're about to say. He's a uh, basketball player on the Golden, Golden State, State Warriors. Warriors. He's like one of the most famous basketball yes. players. Like, and a lot of people love him and some people hate him. Yeah, I mean, the only people that really hate him just hate the Warriors because, like, they're so good right now. But no one actually hates Steph Curry. He's, like, a stand-up guy. He's kind of like the Russell Wilson of basketball. Mm, That's a reference I get now. (laughs) There you go. Um, So his wife, are you familiar with his wife? No. His wife, uh, Aisha Curry, she is, like, a public figure in her own right. She has, like, a cookbook, maybe a series of cookbooks. Okay. She's kind of like a personality, like a TV personality, kind of. she was on the Red Table Talk, the uh, Jada Pinkett Smith talk show on Facebook Watch. Yes. And they were talking about whatever. I don't know the full context of the conversation. But they were just, it, essentially, it seemed like they were just talking about their marriages and what they're going through as women with children and stuff like that. And Aisha Curry said that, um, she, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, I'm not quoting exactly. Mm-hmm. She said, um, you know, it's... It's developed into kind of, uh, you know, she's kind of embarrassed to say she's like, it's it's developed into kind of uh, an insecurity for me that women throw themselves at Steph all the time. Um, But she says for like the last 10 years, which is essentially since they've been married and since they've had children, I, I don't feel like I get any of any male attention. Um, not talking about from her husband, just out from any, Mm -hmm, from any mm -hmm. male, like, like women throw themselves at at Steph, but no one's throwing themselves at her. And she says that it's kind of created an insecurity for her. And subsequently from uh, that clip coming out, like a bunch of pervs on Twitter. No, 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 (laughs) quite the opposite. Like a lot of, a lot of people. And when I say people, I mean, typically men have been like, and especially in the black community have like dragged her on Twitter. Like, like basically with the sentiment of like, See, like men choose to respect and you respect your boundaries with your relationship. And this is how like hmm. this is how men are thanked for that. And like the sentiment of like, man, Steph is, you know, she all she the only attention she should want is from her husband and blah, 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 blah. A lot of those sentiments and people have been kind of railing uh, against that. And there's been people who have defended her. I mean, Steph obviously came out and defended his wife and was like, look, she was just being vulnerable and blah, 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 blah. Um, keep being you, babe, is essentially what he said. Um, I, I want your opinion because if if your wife were to go on someone's podcast or someone's and not just say this to her friends, but go on a TV show that's going to be seen by millions of people and said, you know, uh, people throw people women throw themselves at brandon all the time and this is a crazy scenario yeah. you're letting out right now you know his podcast is wildly successful <laughs> and women are just throwing themselves at him all the time and since i've had since we had our son since we got married i feel like i don't get any male attention anymore how what's your reaction to that as like a husband well i mean Ah, there's a lot of layers. And she's not talking about you. She means like male attention just like yes, in general. Yes. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of layers to it for uh, sure because obviously if you're in a, in a committed 
marital relationship. Uh, monogamous marital relationship. Monogamous marital relationship. You guys have st- have stopped swinging. Uh, very recently, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, you, like you don't. Was it was it the herpes scare from uh, that's, that's what <laughs> from Coachella? Yes. You guys yes. went to Coachella and you got back. You're like, whew, we dodged a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> um, no, like because you don't. Uh, I don't know. Like you don't want so much attention. Like at a certain point, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. damaging to your relationship. Uh, or like you. Like, I don't want men throwing themselves at my wife. <laughs> right? Fundamentally. You don't want men sliding into your wife's DMs? <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. Uh, and she doesn't want the same. Uh-huh. Uh, or she wants the same. Wait. <laughs> she wants to know the that ditto. men want to slide into her DMs. <laughs> she wants to know... Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I would understand if we were both relatively famous... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> one person getting more attention than the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very flattering to get attention mm-hmm. uh, and could be kind of weird to be like, oh man, they're getting all this attention and I'm not getting attention. I yeah. wouldn't go on a public platform and say that. Right, though. right. And it's interesting. We're talking about this right after talking about Kim and Kanye at the Met Gala. Right. Because Kanye did the exact opposite. Uh, <laughs> right. He's like, hey, I don't need anything. I don't need any attention. I'm going to put on uh, my my work or like my yard work clothes. <laughs> Not that he works in the yard. But, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you can have all of the attention. Right. Um. And, but I mean, to be fair, she she's Kim Kardashian. Right. She gets it's, the most male yes, attention. <laughs> yes, it's a completely different scenario than yeah. my life for sure. And I think the the dynamic no one's talking about, like, so there's there's a couple different things in in what she said. There, one is the comparison between the attention she gets or doesn't get and the attention that Steph gets. Let's be honest, Steph is not getting the attention from women that he gets because he's the most handsome man on the planet. Steph Curry gets the attention that he's getting because he's one of the most famous basketball players on the planet and he's filthy stinking rich. Right. <laughs> so like if he was Steph Curry, that guy who works at uh JJ Shoes at the Inland Center Mall, like come on right. man. He's not getting he's not attention. getting the type of attention that right. no one's throwing themselves at the the guy at the Quickie Mart down the street. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's Steph Curry. So that's one thing. And I think I think there's another layer here that she doesn't necessarily address, and I'm not expecting her to, like, anytime she gets on a TV show to, like, be fully, have all of her thoughts fully articulated and ready to defend, because that's unfair to ask of anybody. But I think there's another layer of, two. she spent the last 10 years of her life not just being a carefree wife of a basketball player online She's spent the last 10 years of her life cultivating a persona and a brand of her own that doesn't necessarily lend herself to being sexualized by the masses. Yeah, sure. Like she has she's presented herself as a wife and a family woman who puts that stuff first and puts out a cookbook where she's wearing sweaters. And you know what I mean? Like it would be one thing if she was, you know. Gabrielle Union or like Lala or like these people who like their sexuality is part of their brand for her it's not so like Mm -hmm. you can't expect to get this you know the type of attention you would if you were out here living that Instagram thought life you know because she just doesn't do that right her Instagram is full of pictures of her daughter and like 
macaroni and cheese recipes that are safe for gluten intolerant people. Right. You know what I mean? So like what? Because you said the main response from men uh, that I've been seeing. Yes. Have you seen any response from women? I'm curious. Uh, The only like comedic ones. Like there was a meme that a a woman posted and it was like (laughs) and it was like Aisha Curry is is the the result of a woman who's never had a hoe phase, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny because uh, you learn to appreciate uh, attention from the correct places once you've had a hoe phase. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think everyone should have a hoe phase. You're still in your hoe phase right now, right? <laughs> I'm not. Definitely not in my hoe phase. When did I'm that just end? just on the other side of my hoe phase. <laughs> just. Just on the other Just side of it. Just barely. If I was a woman, though, I'd be the biggest hoe. <laughs> Why? Why can't you just be a hoe There's now? more money in it. There's no money in being a male hoe. Yeah, it's I only sadness. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and regrets. <laughs> and children, sometimes. Not for me, but sometimes. Oh, Little, man. Being a female hoe, like, you can turn that into a career. Yeah, All you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just hoe for a while. Build up a following and then start rapping. <laughs> you don't have to rap well. That's the thing. The oh, more man. I think it's a direct relationship. The more effective you hoe, the less effective you have to be a rapper. <laughs> oh man. It's true, man. It's true. Uh, now you can have premium Snapchats and you can endorse flat tummy tees and is man. There's more oppor- there's more hoe opportunities than ever. <laughs> Um, it's, it's a hose world, man. I just live in it. <laughs> it's a hose, 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 hose world. It's a hose world. The <laughs> uh, James Brown. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess I was uh, going for mad, 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 mad world, not man's world. Ah, uh, man. Bobby's world. That's what I was. Bobby's going for. world. Yeah. <laughs> it's generic. <laughs> um, Bobby generic. It's generic. What is that? That's Bobby from Bobby's World. This is his last name is Generic. Oh, it's, that's it's like a meta. See, it's you, like a meta you joke. You know so many specifics. It's crazy that you remember that. Do you know uh, who Bobby is voiced by? Mm, uh, ugh, ugh. You're gonna say it. I'm gonna go. Oh, of course, Howie Mandel. Oh, of course. Okay, um, we got more to get through. Uh, this is uh, we have to split this up. For sure, um, we're over the two hour mark right okay, now. Okay, well then now we don't have to rush because we yeah. we need now we need two episodes. <laughs> right, so slow way down. <laughs> um, <clears throat> stuff happening in the world. Um, Party City is closing forty five stores. Really? Because of because a glo- Amazon? No, because of a global helium shortage. All right, you read that on the Onion. <laughs> no, that's real. Here's the here's the best part about this. My mom, like five or six years ago, she told me this whole story about how she was trying to coordinate a party for work. I thought you were going to say how she was trying to build a dirigible in your backyard, and there's just not enough helium. <laughs> What's a dirigible? Uh, <laughs> a dirigible is an old, outdated form of like air travel it's like a it's like a steampunky uh yeah it's like what the villains always fly away in it's like a imagine a um a uh, it's like what would what did become the blimp imagine a hot air balloon but with like propulsion system like like uh like jets on it oh yeah okay <laughs> like, like a lot of cartoon villains fl- flew away in those <laughs> so, it's no, ba- yeah, so it's a hot air balloon that can basically like 
go horizontally. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And not just like be taken by the wind. Okay, so okay, kind of like the Goodyear blimp, but higher tech. No, the good the blimp is is much higher tech than a dirigible. Oh, okay, dirigible is like. It's, uh, it's, it's a hot between, air balloon, but you can move sideways also. Gotcha. <laughs> a blimp okay. is like fully like, it's a basically a plane, but it's it's lifted up by air, like yeah. hot air. Yeah. But it has- Wait, a, no, a blimp isn't hot air. I think a, I don't know what uh, it's or in a blimp. blimp is like, blimps are full of gas and yeah. like that's lighter yeah. than air and yeah. it, yeah. Probably not helium anymore because uh, there's a helium yeah. shortage. But my mom years ago uh, was trying to coordinate like a party for work and she was trying to get helium and she was talking to me about like how there's a helium shortage and I was like, mom, what are you- you're, you're like, you're like nine years old. <laughs> this wasn't that long ago. But I was like, what are you talking about, She's mom? Like, Father is not helping. And she was like, Our yeah. marriage sucks. So, yeah, uh, my mom was going on about the helium shortage. So much show, show, show much show that she bought. Say that 10 times fast. So much so that she bought her own helium tank. And so since then, every family get together. She pulls out the helium tank and inflates her own balloons. But so Party City is closing 15% of their stores. No, not 15%. 45 stores. Uh, due to this helium shortage. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we're killing the planet. Is that um, like their main source of business is helium related things? <laughs> well, probably balloons specifically. Probably because you're like, where do I get balloons? I need to go to Party City. And you can get everything else from Party City at any store. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what if they were staying open but trying to convince people to buy their, like, plastic spoons and forks from there? <laughs> we still got a lot of, a lot of plates, guys. We got, we got a whole lot of other stuff. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. Uh, other news. Um, uh, transporting over to Japan. There's a Japanese startup called Mira Robotics, and they just announced a home robot. Uh, it's going to go on sale in 2020, um, and here's how it works. It's for, like, chores and stuff mm. around the house. You rent it for $225 a month. Mm. It can fold laundry, cook, and look after your pets. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. For $225 a month, that gets you six to eight hours of service. A month? I, th I think a month. So, like, on. you would program it to, like, this week you're going to do an hour of laundry. Next week you'll do two hours of watching the pets. Yeah. Like that type of thing? Yeah. Um, I'm all about that because I hate folding laundry. Um, I also hate looking after my pets. Um, I don't have any pets. Uh, but You have a kid, though. I <laughs> which, before the kid is, like, three, four years old, is the same thing. <laughs> okay, but here's the, here's the big catch. Here's why you only get six to eight hours of services. Uh, here's the, the giant flaw. These are not autonomous robots. They're being remotely controlled by someone being paid like nope, minimum I'm wage. I'm out. I'm out. Nope. I am out. Someone being paid minimum wage off-site somewhere in like a, an office sitting somewhere controlling your robot in your home. I'm out. You're not, you're not down for a remotely controlled robot by a, a real person who's getting underpaid? With, yeah, no. No, no, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> yeah. That's a horrible idea. Yeah. And this it seems is, like a horrible waste of money. This seems like the beginning of a sci-fi horror movie. Yeah. Why don't I just pay like 
<laughs> that same amount of money, literally, get some a real person to come to my house once a month and do all of that in like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I don't have to worry about what they're gonna do with that robot when mm-hmm. I'm not at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then I never have to worry about a scheduling error, error causing the robot to come on in the middle of the night and like <laughs> start going through my drawers while I'm sleeping. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry, we had you down for uh, 3 a.m. on Wednesday. Sorry, we must have... No, nah, I don't have time for that. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Yeah, pretty pretty wild. Oh, man. Um, what else uh, do you have? I have some other... Uh, some other couple other news things so uh we can get into uh instagram oh sure okay uh instagram and you you will probably know more about that actually you will know more about this than i will instagram is (laughs) is, my glasses up (laughs) according by calculations (laughs) uh instagram is testing in canada uh removing what is it likes and follower counts yes Mm -hmm. to try to uh incentive try to de-incentivize the more toxic elements of yeah. the, the platform. Um, I'm all for it. I'm shocked that Instagram is all for it. Uh, because, I mean, like, sure, yes, like, it's a healthy thing to do. But I feel like that's one of the things that keeps you coming back. I do, yeah, I've, so I agree. I think... Um you know what's funny? I do think those things are toxic and it takes a specific kind of person to really enjoy those things because I never, almost never look at the number of likes a photo or something I've posted has gotten. I don't. Oh, something you've posted? You mm-hmm. don't? Oh, really? I oh. almost never go and good, check. Good for you. <laughs> I Really, honestly, because I don't really, I, I don't view my Instagram as like, a reflection of me in any way oh, because for you i yeah. see it well and i know this sounds like oh he's got it all figured out no it's not even like that i view instagram i only use instagram solely as like a way to communicate the stuff that i have going on professionally essentially i see it as an extension of like my oh of stuff you post right but yeah. so when i post stuff it's like an extension of like essentially like what i'm doing professionally so i don't look at it as like here's my life and here's right like, yeah, here's how cool you should think it should be so like i don't really care how many people have liked a, a clip of like our podcast that i post like what right. does that matter like i care more about people uh downloading and listening to the actual episode than like how many totally, likes yeah. i can get on uh, any photograph you know right. so i really don't look at the likes um i really only i really never look at the follower count i will look at that oh like the number of people who follow me um, sometimes I will, but not really. Like I, I, think, I really don't look at those things. I think a, a big thing that this will hopefully cut down on if they hide follower counts is, and I guess there's less of this. This is probably more on Twitter, less like conversational comments happening. But when you check, when someone says something and you're like, who's this guy? And yeah. you know, click on their profile and you're like, oh, they only have 35 followers. I'm fine. Yeah. Versus when they have like 3,500, you're like, oh, maybe he has a point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so if they hide, so can you still access those numbers or are they just permanently gone? I think the, the, for your profile, you could. Okay. So, but it would, so, you would it'd like take an extra step. Gotcha. So like, um, I guess that's cool too, because like it, it will cut down on like, like those like really surface Instagram interactions that only really happen just because you might potentially have something to offer the person. Yeah. So like, uh. 
now if like if I'm an if I'm a brand and I want and I'm looking for people to endorse my brand on Instagram, now I have to be more intentional about who I reach out to because like I can't see how many followers they have or I can't. So now I have to go based on strictly on their content. So if right. I like who they are as a content provider, then I can click on their page and be like, hey, um, talk to me a little bit about your profile. How, what's your audience size? Like stuff like that. I really yeah. enjoy your content rather than like, hey, looks like you got 100,000 followers. Want to promote my product? Right. Well, I mean, you can buy followers too. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. but if, if... And you can buy likes. If, if, so yeah. If the follower number or the likes... Are, are blocked to an outside viewer then it's all about the content then like yeah. i'll have to look for people that i like agree with or like i think would be a good representation of my company first rather than just looking at the numbers first does yeah. that make sense yeah and it's like like a website right like right i don't know how much stuff. traffic a website gets right. you know what i mean yeah but you go off the content of it yeah, yeah i totally. i think that's great yeah i think that will i think be- it'll change the dynamics of like Instagram influencers yes, for sure, for which sure. I think is probably a good thing. Because now influencers have to think not necessarily what will get the most likes, but what will effectively grab someone and make them interested in me as a person rather than like, I, I post quotes every third day because I know those get a lot of likes, you know? Right. Um, it'll be like, what makes people most engaged with me as, a, as an entity? Yeah. So I think it's cool. I think it's a, the a right incentive. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Facebook news last week, but yeah. Um, anything else like uh, tech-wise? I do have one big thing to talk about. Um, is that Facebook? No. Oh, we well, you should definitely talk about Facebook. What, what, what about Facebook? Uh, the, the Facebook bans that went into effect? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we definitely should talk about that. Um, um, that's on the anti-vax stuff. Yes. Right? Yes. So they started banning hashtags yes right um well no 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 wait say that again they started banning anti-vax hashtags no i didn't even know about that oh that's interesting what's what's your thing um because they have have started doing that oh wow i didn't know that so they facebook in the last couple weeks banned a few along with hashtags have banned a few people that they felt were um unsafe on their platform so like alt right people not just all right people, oh. but like Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, who was an all right person. Alex yeah. Jones. Alex <laughs> Jones was our good old buddy. Alex Jones uh, was banned to whatever dimension those child molesters I came from. I, I don't know if I want to say our good old buddy. Yeah. Like he's a friend, Fr- friend of the, of the show. show. Friend of the show. Friend <laughs> of the podcast, Alex Jones. Um, he was banned as well as Louis Farrakhan. Who's that? Uh, oh Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> yes, it's a character by Idris Elba that oh. he does on Facebook Watch, and he got banned. <laughs> no, Louis Farrakhan is like a—he's a prominent black uh, populist um, speaker, and he's like the the like one of the highest figures of the Nation of Islam, which is like a black hmm. sect of Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of the face of it, uh, and he is a black nationalist and basically preaches the rhetoric of like black people should be black people are God's chosen people essentially because life Mm. started in Africa and uh, black people were the original God's chosen people so Israelites were originally originally black Mm. um, Muslims were originally black and white anybody who's white and calls themselves jewish are like imposters oh. and 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 
in that that rhetoric like white people are essentially the devil um and he's very he's he's has a history of saying very anti-semitic things about oh, white, okay. white jews and stuff like that so um a lot of black people actually were really um upset by the fact that he was banned because they see what he's preaching as like truth so like it's ne- so so a lot of black people have been saying like why is he just now being banned and like why is why did all of a sudden they have a problem with it and blah blah blah, blah. they're just trying to silence truth quote unquote and so there's a lot of that happening right now mm-hmm. a lot of that conversation happening but he's still effectively banned so facebook's been but it seems like facebook like it's just all of a sudden yeah um whereas like twitter has been a little bit more consistent about like their banning practices and stuff like You're that right. whereas facebook is kind of all of a sudden they're like uh alex jones has been on our platform for years and saying all this crazy stuff but we're banning him now and like the big thing is is like there's no clarity as to like why or like what's the rhyme or reason or like the pattern of why they do this they just kind of arbitrarily do it which is kind of dangerous when you get into like facebook and twitter and these large platforms that almost have a a monopoly on public discourse right uh, which i don't think they do have an effective monopoly but i mean you could argue that they do but i i honestly don't think that they do um which if you don't think that if you don't consider Facebook and Twitter and these things to have a monopoly on public discourse, it then becomes really hard to argue that they can't just ban people arbitrarily. Right. Because of course they can. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they if unless unless you try to argue that they have a monopoly on, monopoly on public discourse, well then you should treat them differently and and regulate them like a like a public um what do you call it? Uh, utility, utility. Yeah. Which is what some people are arguing. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm necessarily for that, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's difficult too, because uh, anytime you ban anyone, some people are going to be like, why are you banning truth? Like there's, right. There's Alex Jones fans that are like, what the hell? Yeah. Just wait, wait till they come for the flat earthers. <laughs> right. <laughs> There'll be a lot of people upset with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, Facebook and Instagram making some, uh, making some news. Yeah. Uh, what you said you had a big one. Uh, yeah, the big one. Um, did you hear about blue origin? You know, what blue origin. Is? No. What is that? Jeff sounds Bezos like a, a- sounds like a, a, an erectile dysfunction drug. Um, it might be, but it's okay. also the name of uh, Jeff Bezos' space company. Oh, um, selling selling uh, Americans everything that we buy isn't enough. He he needs to go to space too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he had a whole uh like keynote speech thing, mm-hmm. um, where he announced a bunch of stuff, um, including mm-hmm. that they are with. In conjunction in conjunction with NASA, they're going to the moon in 2024. Um, they showed a mock-up of the lander. Um, he wants to build infrastructure for space because he's like it's tremendously expensive to go to space because we don't have any infrastructure. So he wants to start building infrastructure in space. Part of that in going to the moon, he wants to harvest the ice that's on the moon. Um, because they, it's the rockets are powered by uh, liquid nitrogen. Mm-hmm. So he wants to go to the moon with enough fuel to make it to the moon. Mm-hmm. Then once they're on the moon, use the ice that's on the moon. To harvest the hydrogen. Yeah, for more fuel. Uh-huh. Uh, to do a bunch of other stuff. Um, and then he laid out this whole... And that's, what, that's where the name Blue... Blue Origin, because the origin of uh, Blue know, Planet. Origin. You know what's funny? 
Oh, I thought it was because he's like the, the harvesting like the blue water from the moon. Oh. Well, water's just clear. So. You know, I bet he wanted to call it blue harvest, but for legal reasons, he couldn't. <laughs> Actually, maybe. Yeah. Uh, blue harvest being the original name, like working title. It was right? like the working for title for, for Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. Um, but he also laid out this whole gigantic thing that was like, here's like my plan for humanity for the next hmm. like many generations. We're not going to be able to do this in my generation, but there's a thing called a uh o'neill cylinder which is basically like the habitat at the end of interstellar oh yeah. um, where it's like a rotating Spinning, thing yeah. that has artificial gravity and so he wants to like he doesn't want to personally do it but he's like yeah we like that's that that's the future of space travel yeah. and not space travel but like habitat just, oh just like like we don't want to go to planets we want to build these things and we could gotcha. have trillions of humans well that's that's smart because like why would we rely on like a habitat that we don't have control over yeah. that is just gonna like that could anything could happen to it you yeah. know what i mean that's true and he said the earth is running out of resources uh, and the solar system has unlimited resources so and i think this is smart he wants to take anything that damages the planet like pollution wise take it off the planet and do it on one of these like rotating cylinder things there's yeah. all these like illustrations that came with it and like animations yeah. it's crazy it's like straight out of a sci-fi movie yeah and he's like yeah, we're going to the moon and we want to build infrastructure because this is where we're so where like, we want to so like, like take the course of human ship history. all of our trash to one of these places and just burn it over there. Yeah. Or like that type of thing. Yeah. Or you could really with trash, like if it wasn't so expensive to get up it, and just hurl out it of the in space. Yeah. And it just goes. Well, the only problem with that is you one, it's hard to get outside of our, our orbit yeah. with a craft because, and because Earth is so huge. So you need a lot of fuel to get outside the orbit. But then also, like, anything we throw out into space could come back to us. Right. So, I mean... Or it could, if you, like, want to go crazy, it could, like, knock... (laughs) Could. Knock an asteroid or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think... then sets into motion a series of events. Yeah. I mean, if we... I think if we built, like, a structure that was, like, a disposal structure for all that stuff, like, we could... We just burn it. And you just out there you know space dust yeah yeah like uh yeah but especially on a because the problem with earth is not that we so the problem with earth and pollution is not that we throw gases and stuff in the air that's not inherently a problem the problem is earth has an atmosphere so like (laughs) because of the atmospheric pressures and like the gravitational pull of earth when we throw gases up into the sky they stay there Right. But if you're on the moon or something like that or like a uh, some kind of structure that we create and you throw gases into the air, they just leave right. out into the void they of space dissipate. because there's no atmospheric pressure. There's no like gravitational pull keeping those things on Earth. Like us, it's hard because like we throw methane into the air and it stays there because it can't get outside of our atmosphere. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think if we just, you know, compiled all our trash in like every 10 years or so or however long they want to do it, maybe every hundred years or whatever just take oh, it would be like twice a month <laughs> twice <laughs> how a much month. trash we make <laughs> twice a month no man like you think every like and eh, maybe every like 10 years or something like that there's like a like a giant craft that goes that takes all then, the trash yeah. up to this like disposal facility and you just nuke it and then it's gone forever yeah it's crazy yeah and there, you can do man you can do off off world manufacturing like that that'd be yeah. really cool like so you can have as many factories up there as you want and and you could probably remotely control 
stuff or just sure. automated. I mean, yeah. the, tech, and, and AI. the technology is being perfected in in, uh, in Japan right now. Right. <laughs> with those with those scary uh, laundry robots. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> was that Japan or China? Uh, it was Japan. Japan, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it's crazy. Um, you know what's uh, you know what the 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 difference between like China and Japan is in terms of like technology? I feel like China is always at the forefront of like the newest technology. Uh, like in like a practical use, like usually for like the military or space exploration. And then Mm -hmm. Japan takes whatever that technology is and then turns it into something for sex. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, or like (laughs) that same technology that China's developing to take us to space will fold your laundry. (laughs) Like Japan's much more interested in like ground level use for stuff, you know, where China's like trying to be on the cutting edge. Japan's like, nah, I just want to, I just want to have sex with it. <laughs> yeah, that, like that, but like for sex stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, China's like uh, at the World's Fair. They're like, you know, we have this this new uh, style of robots where now you can put your consciousness into a human body, and you never know. Like now, a quadriplegic may walk again. And Japan's like, uh, uh, <laughs> China's like, yes, Japan. You have a question? Japan's like, uh, yeah. Uh, can you have sex with it? I mean, I guess you could. Okay, we're in. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're in. Sign us up. Yeah, we're good. As long as there's potential. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. 100%. Yeah, we're in. Uh, yeah, China, oh, China's on the cutting edge of developing a new series of prosthetics to really, uh, to really, um, to give people a second chance at using their limbs. Oh, yes, I see Japan has another question. Uh, <laughs> instead of arms, if you wanted to do tentacles, could you do that? Uh, I mean, I suppose you could. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're in. We're in. <laughs> uh, it's funny that both the, like, the Chinese delegate and the Jap- Japanese delegate sound like two guys from Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, hey, uh, uh, my name is Toshi Yamamoto. J- t- <laughs> Japan, the Japan uh, Gazette. Uh, question. Uh, uh, oh my god! Speaking of Dave Chappelle, one of the funniest oh. instances of subverting your expectations based on accents he does in a bit where he's like, uh, he's telling us it's one of his stand-up uh, stories from stand-up, and he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, man, one time I was on a plane and it got taken hostage, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, the guy got up and he's like, all right, everybody, get on the ground. And I'm like, he's Chinese. Why is he talking like that? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Oh, man. Um, I got one other uh, series of news things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some some meta uh, housekeeping stuff. All right. Um, do you have any anything else in this uh, what is now part two of uh, this week's episode? Uh, um, I think real quick before you get into that. Um, yeah. I think it's important that we acknowledge some of the deaths that happened. Okay. Uh, Tupac's mother, Afini Shakur, passed oh. away from a cardiac arrest. At 69 years old, Peter Mayhew, your boy, That's right. yeah, uh, my Chewbacca, boy. passed away. Um, Let out a howl for him. Uh, I can't do that. I can't roll my R's. Oh. Um, and then John Singleton. Who's John Singleton? Oh, man. Director of Boys in the Hood. Oh. Uh, and other great black films. He was um, the youngest director to be nominated for um, Best Director at the Academy Awards. Oh, wow. Uh, 
And he is the first, I believe he was the first black director to get that nomination. He didn't win the award, but mm. he was nominated first for nominated? it. He was, I think he was nominated for that uh, Academy Award. I think it was for Boys in the Hood. I think he was nominated at like 24. Wow. Like some crazy, like, yeah, he's super young. Uh, he died at 51, I believe. Hmm. And he, I mean, he's like a legendary filmmaker. Like he's yeah. made a bunch of really great movies. He like executive produced a lot of shows that are like on BT and stuff like that. He's really, really, really good, really talented. Um, he directed, I believe he directed that Shaft movie with Samuel Jackson. It's a great movie. Mm. Anyway, John Singleton's great. He will be missed. Uh, 51 years old. Really young. That All is right. very young. Uh, where are we at next? Uh, some drug news. I got, okay. I got three bits of drug news. All right. Uh, North Dakota decriminalized marijuana. Hey, shout out to the Ozarks. <laughs> right? I think are the Ozarks in North Dakota? Uh, I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. Let's just say they are. I don't know East Coast at all. Yeah. No, the East Coast? No. <laughs> North Carolina is what I had in my head. Oh, no. North Dakota. That's I, like I Midwest. only know the West Coast. Yeah, yeah clearly. This is what we're getting to. Yeah. Um, Denver. Hey, oh. Just the city of Denver decriminalized magic mushrooms. So not the entire state of Colorado? No, not the state. and uh, So federally and also statewide. It's still illegal. <laughs> but if you happen to be <laughs> in Denver, Colorado, right. you can legally take mushrooms. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, then also Mexico, uh, I specifically <laughs> scaled this, Mexico wants to legalize all drugs, and they are encouraging the United States to do the same, uh, saying that the prohibitionist strategy is unsustainable. What is... <clears throat> unsustainable the prohibitionist strategy oh to drugs yeah mexico wants to legalize everything and they're saying the u.s should do the same thing uh i think i well i personally think that the u.s should as well but i definitely think mexico should yeah that would cut the legs right out of right from under the the cartel uh culture down there i guess i'll call yeah. it yeah um the, or the cartel industry i guess is a better because i mean that's the war on drugs is what created drug cartels in yeah. South America and Mexico. So I know this because I've seen all the seasons of Narcos on Netflix. So I'm basically an expert when it comes to uh, the drug cartels and geopolitical conflicts in mm. below the southern border. No, I'm mm. kidding. I'm not kidding, but I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, for sure. They should definitely legalize it and 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 capitalize on that industry. I mean... Why shouldn't Mexico and these countries be like, look, man, if, uh, if, uh, like you take countries like, uh, that like were giant sugar exports, like I think Haiti was like a giant sugar export, mm -hmm. like, I mean, sugar is poison, <laughs> right? But I mean, there's countries that have severely profited well, typically on the behalf of like a bigger white country. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but there's been countries all around the world who like have made stuff that can be harmful to you as their main export, but have used that to capitalize and to grow and stuff like that. So why can't why can't heroin or cocaine be that as well? Right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, heroin, especially heroin and cocaine versions of that stuff exist legally in drugs and all that kind of pharmaceutical drugs and all right. that kind of stuff. Right. So it's like, man, why not? You know, I think, yeah, I think we sh the only the only drugs I have an issue with that I think should not 
or should be criminalized or not necessarily criminalized but illegal because criminalized and illegal are two different things you can you can make something illegal without having criminal implications yeah you know what i mean like sending someone to prison for i don't think people should be sent to prison for having drugs but i do think drugs that have like severe externalities like should be like PCP, like the drug that turns you into the Hulk and you just like don't feel pain. Yeah, you should probably like not allow people to do that. (laughs) I've seen Hulk related drugs. I've seen crazy PCP videos of like guys being tased and just walking right through it. And it's just like, yeah, it's crazy. You should watch just YouTube PCP videos. It's wild. (laughs) Like dudes just walking down the street naked, just like tackling police officers. It's pretty wild. Um, Yeah. uh, So certain drugs like that that have like really severe externalities yeah but anything that like is only self-destructive like man as long as sugar is legal right cocaine should be legal you know what i'm saying you know why coca-cola is called coca-cola well yeah man yeah it's literally because it's owned by the coke brothers (laughs) (laughs) everything we're all in the pocket we're all in the pockets of the extremely rich far right no, um, no, but yeah, it used to have Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah, used to have cocaine. cocaine cola yeah. is what it was called. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, coke. Is, I mean, cocaine comes from a. It's a plant extract, right? So, like, you know, from cocoa. Yeah, I don't know. I think the cocoa plant, not cocoa. Yeah, the, the you could get uh, instead of like putting cacao in your smoothie, you just put a scoop of cocaine in your smoothie. No cacao. <laughs> uh. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah. Is licking toads illegal? Oh. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that. Is that a that. real thing? I don't know. They told us that in school, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think I think especially the big white drugs like cocaine and white in color, not like white in <laughs> ethnic <laughs> consumption, although they are pretty, they are pretty uh, closely linked to that. But I mean, like cocaine, heroin, like, man, make them legal and make yeah. it like make a provide infrastructure to it so that people don't have to like become savages murderers in order right. to like deal in those drugs you know what i mean like make it a safe thing where like consenting adults well, can go do yeah i think it would be interesting also to look because like amsterdam like everything's legal yeah right like think i mean drug wise think, think about this logic oh man these these cartels they're so savage and murderous and they they operate like militias and armies well, that's because you sent when they were just like farmers growing cocaine and selling it. You sent the military after them. Right. So like they're like, well, we had to. We've got to go get M16s because like if not, we're gonna be dead. So if right. you make it legal, then you'll it'll be just like weed in America. You'll have like goofy nerdy white guys selling <laughs> in 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 Colombia selling cocaine on their iPads. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's just a matter of time before, like, there's cocaine in, in Walmart, you know? <laughs> ah, ooh, that'll they be, sh- that'll be, be crazy. Man, why not? We <laughs> want to live in a free society. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Amsterdam, like, it, they're pretty much fine over there, right? It's not like... Yeah. It's not like a... People in Amsterdam are beautiful, too. Post They're not a bunch of, like, drug zombies walking around. Right. right. It's a great place. It's beautiful. The architecture. Been? I've seen pictures. Oh. I've seen Hostel. That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> actually that uh, actually never of, mind uh, my actually point. never mind make it all legal strongly illegal <laughs> no but yeah <laughs> oh man also yeah we shouldn't criminalize addiction like people who are addicted to drugs shouldn't go to prison for that where they have to yeah. become monsters right i don't know that's a whole different conversation that is a whole other conversation yeah um uh okay i have some house 
housekeeping stuff. Uh, oh. Unless you have any other, uh, just two two bits of things. Unless you have any other news. No, no, no. I'm good. Go ahead. Um, in the last episode, we talked about some reviews that we got, um, mm. and we got another review. Yeah, hell. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you like this podcast. Go on iTunes and rate us and give us a review, um, and we'll give you a shout out. Uh, live to drum. <laughs> well, I think I know who that is. Uh, says the podcast is hilarious and very relevant as every episode comes quickly and related to the events that week. Lots of interesting insights as well. Highly recommend. Five stars. <laughs> Who's he? Is that your brother? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Keaton or the other one? Uh, the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Live to drum. Live to drum. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but if you like the podcast, go on there. What if it, uh, what if that was Travis Barker that commented? <laughs> and after this episode, he's like, "Well, I'm not I'm not listening anymore. Did you shit all over my band?" <laughs> oh man. Um. um uh, the other the other uh, housekeeping thing. Um, we got a message on Instagram ooh. from um, Andy Lee. Um, Andy Lee. I don't know. Do Andy you know Andy Lee? Lee? No. Uh, he's a friend of mine. Oh, cool. Uh, he said, "Sorry, Asan, they beat you to it." And I'm going to show you this picture. I want you to describe <laughs> this picture. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. To the listeners. Uh, he said, sorry, they beat you to it. <laughs> that is funny. It is a picture of a corn cart uh, called Corn Hub. Uh, they sell corn, roasted corn in a cup. See, one, I highly doubt they own the trademark to Corn Hub <laughs> by the looks of this corn stand. I doubt that they know anything about copyright law. So we're going to go ahead and say that they didn't copyright this. So you're still going to go full steam still ahead gonna, with your business. And I doubt that they have any really clever, like, corn puns that go along with it. It looks like it's just literally just roasted plain corn in a cup. Uh, and that's not great. Although, if... What they should do is if 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 women come up, they should have a two for one deal, uh, where you buy one get one free, and it's two chicks one cup. Oh my! Nailed oh, it, man! Nailed it. <laughs> also, you can give a like a rewards program where you give like a punch card, and you can refer to your customers as corn stars. <laughs> um, come on, man! I'm chock full of them. I am chock full of them. Woo. Okay. Um, and that about wraps up. Oh, we should do some shout outs. Oh, do shout outs, shout outs, shout outs, uh, shout outs. Shout out to also to Andy Lee. Shout uh, out to for, Andy uh, Lee. And that. to Live to Drum. And for, for, for the for Live to Drum, whoever you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, whoever that may be. Um, shout out to Julie, my girlfriend. It's her birthday this week. Happy birthday, Julie. Um, coming up. We're really excited. Uh, happy birthday to her. Um, what else? Any more shout outs? Oh, shout out to Brad. I told him I'd shout him out every episode because he's uh, a, a great listener. Brad Velliker, who's also my tattoo artist. So if you need oh, tattoos, right, 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 go right. to Foothill, ta- Foothill Tattoo in Rialto, California. That's where Brad is. Shout out to his brother, Trey, because Trey will be really mad at me if I don't shout him out. Um, shout out to both of them. I love them. They're What's great. up, Brad? What's up, Trey? Yeah. Uh, any, any, any other shout outs? Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Ace. Ace Barrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's yeah, our yeah. logo guy. Um, he did the logo of our our, our, our beautiful mugs. Uh-huh. Uh, and we'll have next episode, we'll talk about something coming with that logo and our beautiful mugs. Yeah, he's a great photographer. You want to give him his, like, give out his photography email? Uh, or, yeah. Uh, uh, Instagram. Instagram. Um, at human traits. 
Um, he, I think it's underscore human traits, is isn't it? it? Or is human it? traits underscore. Let me look it up. Something like that. Um, but we also, he's a great photographer as well. Um, and we just did uh, a photo shoot. A photo shoot. Uh, with the two of us. Um, so you'll, those will be coming soon. If you want to see us smiling with our eyes or smizing. <laughs> be on the lookout on our Instagram in a few days. Um, we got a lot of fun stuff coming too from the weekly regular uh, goodie bag. Yes. Yeah, we'll have um, a lot uh, of stuff coming soon. Human traits, no underscores. Uh, just human um, traits. Yeah. Okay. Um, photography, videography, and illustration. Um, and he's sick. A, and he's a cool guy. So yeah, he's a cool guy. Uh, yeah. Personal trainer, also. I don't think he is, <laughs> but he looks like it. Yeah. Um, That's racist. Why? Why is that racist? Just kidding. I'm saying he's ripped. Um, um, what else? Any other shout outs? I'm going to shout out to, she's not listening, my mom and your mom. Oh, it's Mother's Day it's this Mother's week. Day. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there. All yeah. the mamas, mamas. Mamas, 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 mamas. <laughs> That's from Outcast. Me <clears throat> and your daughter. Um, yeah, shout out to my mom. Hi, mom. We should have our moms on for Mother's Day. We should. Is it too late? We should have planned it ahead. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, shout out to um, Charlie, my buddy Greek Charlie. What's up, Greek Charlie? It's his birthday also this week. Oh. Uh, his is on May 11th, I think. But You got a busy week. Yeah, yeah. man. Lots of... Lots of you, get, you better run to Party City, man. <laughs> yeah. Quick. They're closing. Yeah, I need some helium balloons, dude. Uh, yeah, happy happy birthday to Charles. Uh yeah. I anything else? I think that's it. All right. Uh thanks for joining. Oh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh at B Shop B Shop B Shop. And I'm at Asan the DJ at A H S O H N the DJ. And we are at Weekly Regular. Yeah, we will see you next week. Next week. Later.